Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So... A little bit shorter show tonight. The ladies have Fear the Walking Dead, The Walking Dead World Beyond, and then Karen and I will talk about AHS, and depending on where everybody's at, we might talk a little about Midnight Mass and Why the Last Man. So, looks like once again I have to reload the BTR page. Uh, yep, good thing I reloaded it because there are my co-hosts. Co-host one, co-host two. Okay, come on. There we go. Hello. Hello, ladies. Hi, I didn't everybody. realize at first you couldn't hear me. I was talking and then I finally realized it. Dumb, dumb, Jaden. Um, yeah, I was getting ready well, to text. I'm in the queue. I'm in the queue. I'm here. Two Hi, things guys. before we start. Hi. Uh, yes. Two things I wanted to mention. One, uh, we have a giveaway uh, on SciFiVision.com for old on Blu-ray. Uh, that M Night Shyamalan movie that's coming out on Blu-ray, so people can enter if they go over to the site. And um, the other thing I wanted to mention, which I'm going to have to reveal soon, is that I finally got the Doctor Who game uh, that I was waiting for to come out, which is pretty cool. I don't love that it's first person. That's just not my preference. But it's it's pretty fun so far. But it's it's having some bug issues. They've been fixing them so far, but I'm I'm waiting for I I'm waiting for a fix, but I'm probably gonna go ahead and post a review anyway because I've been waiting, so but anyway, if you like Doctor Who, it's available on all the systems now except for Switch. That one's running late. But uh, the other ones are, are available. So anyway, cool. I just want to mention that. All right. Uh, well, do you want to start with Fear or World Beyond? Uh, let's start with um, Fear of the Walking Dead since it was the premiere, the season premiere this week. Uh, mm-hmm. How does that sound? Um, what do you Sounds think? Sounds good? Okay. Sounds I don't know, Jamie... If you've watched the first two episodes were made available. I don't know if you've seen two, but I've only seen the one. Oh, on. they're both on – is it just because it was on AMC Plus, you mean? Well, yeah, I think the first two were made available to critics, and then the second one came up on AMC Plus immediately yesterday, I guess, for, for oh, subscribers. Okay. Okay. So I haven't seen it. Um, I've seen comments about it. I'll keep them to myself. So so we've both only seen the season premiere. That's no, yeah, there. I've seen them. I've seen it. I just – didn't know if it was, I was making sure it was out on AMC Plus, or yeah. was yeah. thinking it's seen on AMC Plus. Okay, um, mm-hmm. well, yeah, we'll stick to the first one. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I told you, I had written you when I watched this, that I have a lot of problems with this episode. 
Oh, and by the way, I will say also before I forget that um, the interview with um, Karen and uh, – why do I – I can never remember her last name. I don't know why. Not Karen, I, I don't know Karen David. No, Karen, Karen David. David. I said I keep wanting to say Karen Gillian, and I know that's not her name, but I keep thinking that. Yeah. And Blenny James, that one is up now. Um, they're in the next episode. But re- regardless of that, um, you know, uh, this episode, if it wasn't, like, connected to the rest of the show – I wouldn't have said it was a horrible episode. I didn't like it simply because I did not understand any of Strand's motivation in this episode at all. It made absolutely no sense to me. Um, And it just made me mad because I was like, what the hell? They didn't explain it. Um, Because he wants, I guess, Alicia to stay away from him because he's dangerous, whatever. I can get that. And, And some of it, like him you know, not sure if he could save the guy and then being at gunpoint and everything. And we've talked before that he does always do the wrong thing and everything. And some of that I don't have a problem with. But what I don't understand is the fact that they brought in this new character just to kill him, which is annoying enough. But why Strand killed him? Like, there's no way Alicia would even know he killed him. So I don't in any way understand why he threw him off the building. I mean, if he had been, like, mad and knocked him off the building, I would have even been less upset. But I don't know. I just, when I was done with this, I was just like, what the hell is that? And it just made me really mad because I didn't get it. What, what, what did you think? So, so I have less problems with all of that than I do with the fact that, like, a bunch of nuclear warheads went off and, like, there seems to be very little effects of radiation. Like, we saw a lot of dead fish and we saw that possum that had been eaten by rats, but most of the yeah, humans. Like, did I eat it? Did I not eat it? Right. I kind of feel like everything else is already radioactive anyway. Is it really going to make but much it, of a but difference? But it's not. Probably not. But it's not. No, like, I The know. people are not irradiated. The horses are not. The horses are fine. Uh, wherever Strand lives, they can grow food. Like, like everything. Like, it just makes. Like, geographically, this show makes zero sense. Like, also, why is there a um, lighthouse? In the middle of I don't like, know. I mean, we the woods complained last year about the, the whole nuclear stuff and the way it didn't make sense. I, I I've kind of yeah. moved on from that, <laughs> just because I know that they're not going to have it as radioactive as they should, because otherwise, um, everybody would be dead. As far as I'm concerned, I know, but um, although it's be better, but that's a whole other issue. But some of the show has to make sense. Like, some parts of it have to make sense. You're right. You and I have been complaining for several seasons that the geography of Texas makes no sense in this entire thing. But I feel like if you're going to drop nuclear bombs to – if you're going to drop nuclear bombs to raise the stakes, then you have to have there be effects of the nuclear bombs. Besides – Yeah, well, apparently they're on one side of the street. You're dead. If you're in the middle, you'll just live a while. If you're across the street, you're perfectly fine with strands. (laughs) It pretty much is. There appear to be actually more people now than before the bombs. Like, who are all these people living in Strand's apartment building? There's like I all these people I, doing yoga. And I, I guess, guess he's yoga, supposed to be collecting them from his army or whatever the hell. Again, none of it makes yes, sense. Yes, but where um, did he collect them from? Because we've never seen this many people before, unless they all came from Ginny's place. Anyway, I, I don't know. I uh, mean, if he had already had the lighthouse fixed, I would have said maybe the lighthouse brought them. But he fixed the lighthouse within the episode. So, 
Well, he didn't I, even. I he didn't even. I mean, that's another ridiculous thing. Let me put that aside for a second. Yeah. I'm going to complain about that later. Um, so I was a little annoyed at first that they introduced this new that the show appeared to be centering on this new character at first. I did actually grow to like Will, and I was actually a little sad that Will was killed at the end because he seemed to yeah, actually be a, a decent character who had some motivation who I liked. Um, I, I think it's kind of interesting to make Strand like embrace his full selfishness and 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 his like ego. Like I guess it's not surprising for Strand yeah. to want to be a leader. He's never been the leader. Really, well, he's been a leader, but he's never really kind of led the group. Excuse me for yawning. Um, it kind okay. of it, it's 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 interesting and it kind of makes sense. But I think I agree with you that they they went a little too far, and I don't understand his motivations entirely in this well, well, that's what I was saying. If if the story didn't exist the way it did with everything that had happened with Alicia, I wouldn't have minded it. Like, it wasn't per se overall a bad episode. Like, I enjoyed him. I, I enjoyed Coleman Domingo in it. I enjoyed his interactions with that guy. And like you said, I didn't hate Will. It's just where it fits in the scheme of the rest of the show to me, is where it, and, and this is ignoring all the nuclear bomb problems. <laughs> I'm ignoring the science. But um, if it wasn't for the rest of the show that it has to fit in with, that was what irritated me, I guess, the most. Like, it was just, yeah. it, it doesn't, in the scheme of things, make sense. Um, other than that, I didn't, like I said, I, I didn't mind the rest of it. I, I just, I, it was so, like, at the end, more than anything, it, what made me mad was just him killing Will because I don't understand why. Like, I understand Strand does things for Strand, but I do not understand what benefit. He does things that benefit him. How does him throwing him off the rooftop in any way help him? It, it doesn't because even if he's doing it to well, keep Alicia away, Alicia wasn't there. She has no way of knowing he killed him. Well, I don't that's know. the thing. That I mean, I mean, I guess because well, I think I think there's a part that it makes sense for Strand to kill Will. What doesn't make sense, I agree with you, is for Strand. You know, he he says like, if I he, I killed Will now, Alicia will never forgive me. But as you say, Alicia never has to know. Yeah, maybe if he hadn't like, said that, maybe it would have been less annoying. Because, but I don't know. I also feel like Strand kills people when. It benefits him. I mean, he has killed people. He's killed people to save himself. He's killed people to save others. But I don't necessarily feel like Strand just usually kills people for the sake of killing somebody either. There's no – that's what I said. Like, I don't understand what him killing him did for him. Nothing. Which is why well, it irritated me so bad. That was the he, part I well, had the most problem. A, a lot of what he did made no sense. So, I under, So I, I mean, I understand part of his motivation. Uh, uh, and I will say – like I agree with you. I like Coleman. Coleman Mingo is is become. He's really maybe the best actor. I, I love Lenny James, but Coleman Domingo is in, uh, really great in this role. Um, I was going to say he's maybe the best actor on the show right now. Um, and his cost. You know, in your interview with Lenny James, he comments that the highlight of the season is Coleman Domingo's costumes, and they really are already great. And this wearing that like sort of Civil War era coat or whatever mm-hmm. he's wearing in this and the hat. Um, I understand that, like, you know, Strand was very close to Madison. She was, like, his best friend, and Madison really understood Strand. They understood each other. And, you know, he, he's very, you know, fond of Alicia. 
the daughter of, of Madison, and they've been together. The only two OG characters, three, they're, uh, Daniel also, but they're the only characters from season one. He's very close to her. I think that, you know, part of what's going – I think that I can see how Strand, like, you know, he's giving in to – he's becoming who he really is, I guess, Strand, right? But, like, mm-hmm. Alicia – he he wants to be more in Alicia's eyes. Like, Alicia has expectations of him, and he wants to live up to those expectations and be a better person in some ways, but he also kind of doesn't, right? Like, I, I kind of get the Alicia thing, maybe, that he, um, uh, Alicia would always want, Alicia always demands that he try to be a better man, right? Um, and so mm-hmm. that's kind of what's going on there, that, like, like he doesn't, want her to know. I mean, last season he sent her away, right? He was like with Virginia's Rangers Mm -hmm. and he like sent Alicia away because I can't be who I want to be. You know, what what disappointed me about this episode and many, many people commented online that, you know, we all agree that Alicia Debnam Carey is criminally underused in the last three seasons on the show. And we had an entire Mm -hmm. episode where men talked about Alicia for the entire episode and we never got to see Alicia did nothing for the last six episodes before this of last season, right? Alicia, like she does, yeah. they give her no time on the show, and we see a whole episode of people talking about her, and again we don't see her. And the ending with Alicia, that that part made no, no sense either. Well, let's talk about the lighthouse, which makes no sense because first of all, why you know will living now? I was just thinking back to when the show first started, and we complained about her. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that yeah. now. We're like, and, and she's Alicia. by far the best. But I don't understand why, if Will knew the lighthouse was there, why was he living in a van under a bridge when that awesome lighthouse is there to live in? Okay. Second of all. I don't know. I think part of it, and and maybe I I misunderstood it. Wait, because Strand wasn't, was Strand in the lighthouse or was that a separate building? No. No. Strand is living in that same apartment building he was in at the end of last season. Yeah, okay. It's, he isn't part of the lighthouse. That's what I, okay, I was a little confused by that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I mean, I feel like part of it was a setup like what he was doing in order to find Strand and Strand not know who he was at the beginning, maybe. But yeah, that would have had nothing to do with where he was living. I, I don't know. Yeah. So second part, there's so many things. I'm sorry, but there's no way they could take that gigantic lens all the way out from the roof of the lighthouse, all the way down. It was kind of cool how they made the zombies carry the lens, right? Yeah. That was cool. And then they somehow yeah, get it all the way to the top. They get it all the way to the top of Strand's apartment building, wherever he lives. Uh, whatever he's living in, office building, and they managed to rig it up like as a gigantic light on the roof. Okay, which so that's also, where I, where I, why I was thinking he was still in the lighthouse. He wasn't. It's just they somehow managed to make it work, which yes, doesn't make yes. sense. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it also me not paying a lot of attention was okay. It also doesn't make sense to turn on that light. If you don't want Alicia to find you, you've turned on a light that in the episode they said it could be seen for 15 miles away. Well, they I, don't. And maybe I misunderstood that. Sorry. No, I'm just going to say I was under the impression he was turning it on to get her to stay away from that. But at at the same time, it doesn't make sense because it will bring people. But that's what I thought he he meant when he said that. He said he wanted Alicia to find them. He probably was wanting to will. And then at the end, he says to Howard, oh, it's going to, like, bring all these zombies and I'll basically have a moat. Like, I'll have protection because all these zombies. Anybody wants to get to me, they got to get through these zombies to get in here, right? Yeah. Okay, that makes no sense because you just trapped yourself inside your house. How do you get out to go for food? How do you get out to, like, do any – like, you can't get out. And, and like, 
like we see on other shows where like the zombies are constantly knocking down the walls of Alexandria and the zombies like wiped a whole herd of zombies wiped out Omaha on the other show. Right. And so mm-hmm. like, like strand survives 10 years. Like, like we know it makes no sense to attract a horde of zombies to hang around outside your wall. You're trapped inside. Like it just, like, I feel like the writers, like, they have some good ideas, and then they just blow it. Um, like, the idea of Strand finally becoming the villain, I kind of like. I, I'm not really looking forward to Strand versus Morgan, because I feel like they've been building that for too long, and, and Morgan's so annoying. That, and they've like, already done it. <laughs> well, yeah, and, like, you know, I, like, I'm not too psyched about that, but, um, like, finally letting Strand... I mean, freeing Strand from the people that expect more of him um, and allowing him to, like, become who he really is is interesting. I don't really – I didn't – I was going to say, I didn't really like his – I liked some of his dialogue. I didn't like some of it because I don't – I'm not sure I've ever really seen Strand being this guy who's like, I'm going to recreate society. I'm going to rebuild civilization. Like, I don't see him being – he does that guy, the right? worst possible, I feel like. I feel yes, like he would want to yes. lead, but he wouldn't want to do the work. And that was my question, too. This guy that he took over his house, I mean, I thought this guy was, like, letting him be his muscle or whatever, but, like, this guy just let him take over everything. I don't know if he was just scared of him or what. I think he's afraid of him. I guess, because he's a museum afraid of him. That's why it doesn't mess up. Wow. I mean, I think he's... One of the many things that are wrong. I think he's afraid of him. I think he's Victor's henchman, and, like, and he wants to stay on Victor's good side. Uh, I just, I mean, I believe Victor when he says things like, I want to win, and succeeding is, like, living well is the best revenge is kind of his philosophy of life, right? And we know that Victor right. can't, I mean, it's true that he came from nothing, and he was a con man all of his life, and, like, struggled yeah. to, like, you know... Um, he owned the Annabelle in the first season and everything, and he became, me, you know, he... Anyway, so I bought that yeah, part no, of the dialogue. I, I don't buy him yeah, one yeah. to, like, be a what king. What I am confused about, though, and maybe I missed this, but I even less understand how it connects to last season, because at the end of last season, he told that guy he was Morgan. Do you remember that? I know. Yeah. Yes, he did. I just rewatched so, it right before the episode came on. So and, why and then, did But he, then he says, I'm not Morgan. He says, I'm Morgan. That? He says, I am Morgan, but then he says, I'm not Morgan at the end of the episode. Um, I mean, I think that he... Oh, he said he wasn't at the end of the other episode, At the too? very end, he said, at the very end of that season finale, he, like, he tells Howard, I'm Morgan, and I'm the guy that, like, wanted to, like, you know give up my life so my friends could live. And then at the very end of the episode, after the bomb goes off, he starts laughing and he's like, oh, by the way, I'm not Morgan Jones. I'm Victor Strand. I came from nothing. I'm going to, you know, yeah. I, would, he tells I must him, have mixed that up then when it was. Because I thought I just, that was I after. Just, okay. No, I just rewatched it. Like, it was on right before this episode No, no, but yeah, I'm sure you're right. So I watched it. You're wrong. Yeah. I just don't remember it. Yeah. No, no, um, no, I know. And I didn't check it out um, rewatch it. I mean, he definitely... <laughs> so. And I'm kind of I'm not, not excited. I'm not excited for Victor to have a fixation with Morgan and to try to be the anti-Morgan and to try, like, whatever. I also, okay, here's what I really don't understand about this entire show right now, Jamie. If nuclear bombs went off, shouldn't the whole show be about them trying to get away from Texas, right? Like, shouldn't mm-hmm. the whole thing be like, let's get away from where the nuclear bombs went off? 
Like, why, if you want to repopulate society, why are you living in, like, Austin, Texas? Like, why are you not trying to get yeah, away from... Yeah, why are you from... right in the middle of it all? I, uh, like, I don't I have don't, an answer I'm... to that. Like, You're I, right. Like, You're totally like, right. Like, but it, like, it could be really interesting half a season of these people trying to get away from the fallout zone while they have, like, zombies everywhere and no. I mean, really, there should be substantially fewer zombies and people around right now. Um, right, but like I said, because but, he's a tiny bit away from the blast, he's perfectly fine now. So why yeah. did he bother trying to but, leave? That would make like, sense. It be, <laughs> yeah, it could be interesting to see them try to vacate the area and get someplace safe and whatever, but, like, it's just, uh, you know... Um, and so, I mean, Karen, I've given up I, I, trying to make this show make 100% sense. A lot of it I'm just like, yeah, or any sense. <laughs> and I just kind of um, move on because I know it's yeah. not going to make sense. And that's really bad. But well, that's kind of how a lot of these shows are now. <laughs> um, we also had the part, I was, I was a little disappointed to see that Alicia has already left the bunker. They have enough food. So I think Will says he's been out and about for like 50 days. And so I think we're only like two months, maybe three months since the, uh, I mean, it's only been a few months since yeah, the bombs went off, right? how she got out or why we didn't get to see that. Like, we want to see more Alicia. Yeah. Why didn't they send an episode on that instead? Well, and not only that, but like, like, yeah. Like, why they didn't spend any time on that? I don't know if we're going to get that in a flashback or we're never going to get it at all. Um, and and why did they leave? Like, why would they leave? And why, like, so whatever Will did was so bad that they kicked him out of the bunker and, and made him go live in, like, the radioactive wasteland, right? Um, and yet, and yet they left a note for him. Right? Yeah, see, but then they left a note. That, I thought but that, some of it was a lie to get Victor, and then I thought, no, that doesn't make sense either, so... Uh, yeah. So, so he does something so bad that Alicia kicks him out to certain, basically certain death. Um, but then she leaves him a note in case he comes back. Letting so then you think she likes him. Then she leaves a note that's only one word and it's completely unintelligible. Like who could make anything of that note, right? Except that um, mm-hmm. uh, it says Padre on it. It says one word, Padre. Um, and she painted mm-hmm. a painting of herself. And so I read online that some people from Texas are saying, oh, it's obviously Padre Island, which is a place, a real place in Texas, um, which actually is on the coast. And, uh, like, I don't know the geography of Texas, but it's a real place. So, okay, if I'm from Texas, that makes sense. But also, why wouldn't you write, dear Will, we went to Padre Island? Like, why would you just write the word Padre, right? Like, it just makes, like, the note. That would be too easy. I, yes, I know. I know you're right, Jamie. I don't I know. know. You're right. You know what I was thinking? This is how much I care about that show. I was thinking, oh, I remember when Coleman Col- Domingo played a priest in Lucifer, and my mind was already off, and I'm not even thinking about fear anymore because this show is so bad. I don't know. I, I just, it's kind of like if you put too much thought into it, it falls apart, and then you hate it more. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, setting up these nuclear bombs, I think you and I have always thought that we didn't think it was the greatest narrative choice. It had the potential to maybe really reset the whole show and be great, but I think this also has the potential to be 
I mean, I hate to say this is the moment when they jumped the shark because I think they really jumped the shark when they decided to kill Madison and the <laughs> I entire, think they did you know, When yeah. Nicolene and Kim Dickens left the show was really the shark jumping moment of the show, I think. And they, you know, they had to bring Morgan over to try to save it. Yeah, well, the thing is, I mean, they they killed people on the main show, and it and it survived. Yeah, it's just yeah. they never put good characters back. And that's the thing that I actually think is kind of funny is the fact that in the World Beyond they haven't killed any of the main characters. You notice that? And well, I'm not sure if that's two. a good thing or a bad thing. Well, there's only two seasons, but I mean, like, I know, at but... the same time, I'm I'm thinking as you're saying this, maybe if they quit killing like the good characters. Maybe that would make a difference. I don't know. I, I just—I I mean, yeah. I'm just not I mean, you, too much shows can survive killing main characters, but but you know, Fear the Walking Dead was the story of of the family of of what's their name? Uh, Alicia's last name, and uh, I forget Nick's I I last name, I, but um, it was the story of the family, and you know, it was supposed to be. Uh, of course, I mean, the story of Rick Grimes is. is and Rick Grimes is long gone on the show. Um, anyway, I um, I mean, I, I think I'm concerned that this is not going to be a good season. I'm concerned that this show, which is the worst, really, of the three shows, I don't know, Walk, World Beyond is pretty bad, but of all three of the shows, this is the one that has no end date. This is the one that's going to continue. Maybe. That doesn't mean it will, but, yeah, probably. If it hasn't gotten an end date yet, it's probably going to keep going. And now there's, yeah. I had seen some advertisements, at least textual advertisements, I haven't on TV, but some pictures for, like, the new show that they're getting ready to start. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I guess the, maybe part of the reason I liked the Will storyline is because Will seemed to legitimately be dealing with radioactive fallout. And, like, he seemed to legitimately, like, I'm like, oh, they're actually going to do this. It's actually going to be a show about, like, like, you know, they're calling it the double apocalypse. It's actually a show about, like, and then quickly yeah, they sort of dispensed with this, this, the need for, I mean, I, I, so I'm not a nuclear scientist, but I'm pretty sure that, like, when nuclear bombs go off, like, the place is uninhabitable for possibly years, right? And Grace, who knows yeah. everything about radiation, has been, like, you know, dying of, of radiation poisoning for a long time, Um and I, I, I was encouraged that they were going to really do this thing, and now they're just like, whatever, we all actually don't live that close to where the bomb went off, and it's fine. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, the I, I will away. say I'm kind of guessing, and I could be wrong, but I'm, I'm guessing that some of it will be, because, like, we know that June and, uh, what's his name, John, uh, Dory Sr., they, oh, they got in like, the under... They got in a bunker. The what um, Dwight and uh, Sherry went underground in like um, a um, a storm a cellar. cellar. So I mean, yeah. I have to assume it, it might be different depending where they were. I mean, I'm guessing that June and I honestly I have no idea. I'm just guessing. I'm guessing that June and Dory, since they're in a shelter that he made, they will probably have equipment. Um, yes, but they all they all started like, that I morning at the same time. Having a way to get out, you know what I mean. They all like, gotta I be. Would but, how, they, but, but they all have to be within like thirty miles of each other. They all started that morning at the dam. They all started that morning at Morgantown, 
right? They were all in You're Morgan's forgetting the fact that somehow Morgan and Grace were where the explosion was and they hid under a truck and they lived. You're forgetting this. <laughs> That's why I said it. I like, it's like if, yeah. If you're across the street, you're safe. If you're not, you're dead. And if you're in the middle, it just doesn't yeah. matter. Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah I know. I know. I know. It leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm hoping the other storylines make a little more sense. And, and like I said, it's not, at least to me, in my opinion, it wasn't that the story of this episode was bad. It was the way it connected to the rest of the story that I didn't like. Yeah. It was the fact that I didn't understand Strand's motivation that I didn't like. Other than and, that, it wasn't yeah. horrible. And, and I'm like, well, I, I liked Coleman Domingo in this one, and, and I liked Will. I just didn't like sense. where they took it. It just didn't make sense. I mean, Coleman Domingo, so, yeah, I don't know. Coleman Domingo is like, I mean, he is becoming a star. He was in, Ma, he was in like multiple films last year. He was in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He was in, uh, he's in you know, a couple other things. He's really... Um, uh, he's he's really his career is really um, I don't he's say good off because he's had a long career, but I, like if I were him, I'd be like, please kill me so I can make more movies. Please kill Victor Strand. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. I didn't really hate it. It was okay in a lot of ways, but it's all the it's all the sloppy writing around it that 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 mm-hmm. makes it hard. That takes me out of the story, right? Like I can't like like Victor just says, oh, like, the wind came and blew like all away, and we're fine. Was- connected to it like if Alicia wasn't connected to it it might have been okay to me it was the fact that he knew Alicia and that he killed him because of Alicia and all that 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 just made it not make sense which we well, wanted yeah, to be about I, Alicia don't get me wrong but I mean that's not where they lost me well to not to not use Alicia Debnam Carey and to uh, uh, and to you know um and to have people talk about like yeah, it like for her to be like a, a, not a problem. You know, it bothers me a lot. But, I and, and then all the floppy writing with the like with all the floppy writing with the radiation. But now it is true that per, the way the prevailing winds go is a big factor in radiation. I step fallout and what happens, right? Like I like I um. You know more. But well, I I you know I watched. I, I mean I've watched a bunch of movies and read a, like after Chernobyl, after I watched the Chernobyl series, I read a bunch about it and whatever. And it's true that the wind is a big deal in blowing it away, but it doesn't just like they blow away they and then you're fine forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, like, right, right. Um, so, I, you know, it, I hope that Grace maybe will inject some science into the show. but Maybe, I but I don't watch this show for the science. I mean, I don't expect no, it to no. be Accurate, but it should be at least accurate enough that, like, as a person who knows nothing, that I shouldn't be like, it doesn't make sense, you know? Yes. Because, like, I know nothing about the science of it, but yet it seems wrong. It should follow, like, the basic rules of science that any person knows, and it should be believable and consistent, right? And that's the problem with these writers. It's just like, they're like, let's have one person suffer horrible radiation and the other person who, I mean, I, I, I mean, they... Caught Will on a horse, like whatever. They like, you know, they first of all, forget the part where they have working cars and working gasoline or whatever. But like, Will was obviously within a couple miles of Victor. It's not like Victor found him a hundred miles away from from his place, right? Right. They're all like, yeah. you know, they're riding on horseback. They're yeah, it's it's frustrating. Like that sloppiness surrounding it 
um, like takes me out of like trying to comprehend Victor Strand. Um, but right. yeah, it wasn't terrible. I mean, we've seen such terrible things on this show in terms of like bad storytelling and writing that it wasn't really that bad. No, I agree with you. Um, uh, yeah, I don't so, know. I mean, anyway. hopefully, hopefully the rest of it will be a bit better. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe. I'll, I, I mean, I, I think I, next I, week I'm is Morgan. How long, yeah, um, I mean, next week is going to be better, but. I, I am curious when Alicia is going to come back, and I honestly don't know. I'm just saying I hope she comes back soon. I don't know. Yeah, and, and so so next week I think is a Morgan episode, so we probably not get get Alicia till at least episode three, if not later, right? Like I, I really, I would guess that. Wonder yeah. how long they're going to hold off on Alicia with so many other characters to check in with. Um, I'm a little bit interested in like like as much as the Morgan storyline would has been terrible for a long time. I'm interested in what happens, like when Morgan picked up that baby Morgan at the end of the season finale, I was like, oh, look, this is, we got this great baby now. And, and the look on Grace's face, like, I don't think Grace really wants to raise this. Wants it. Like, yeah. Right? Like, she just lost her yeah. own baby, like, a couple days ago. I know, you yeah. can't just replace it with another baby, which I think Morgan wants to do because Morgan wanted a baby, but that's not mm-hmm. the same thing. And she's a, I think I, I will say though, too, I think there's a difference between like Morgan wanting to play house with grace and having a baby and being a woman who lost a baby. I mean, that's not yes. anywhere near right. I the, same, like the thing, same thing yeah. because it wasn't his baby. I mean, maybe if he was the father, then, then it could be completely different, but obviously he wasn't the father. So I'm I guessing mean, that he is not going to feel yeah. the same thing that she does, which he yeah. should. I mean, it's not, a random baby. It's a baby from their community that they presumably love, and the baby is named after him, right? I mean, it's a baby they know, but whatever. It still is not yet. Yeah, it still just can't be like. You said that, and that made me think. Was that the baby of that guy that that yep. died that he rescued his wife? Okay, so they yep. just killed yeah. off that lady then. Yeah, I wondered if that was yeah. the same baby. That's someone I knew. I didn't even realize it till now. Yeah, that's like, the same oh, baby. Okay. Yeah, I remember that now. So that woman was in there only. And her name is Morgan. They they named her Morgan. They've called it Mo. I didn't realize it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I didn't realize Mo was more. I didn't connect it because I'm dumb. But. (laughs) No, no. Because. Yeah. I remember now. I just had forgotten about that storyline because they were at their community and there was a whole thing with them getting there. That that character has like barely been seen for like the mother, Rachel, has barely been seen since the right? Like. Yeah, they just killed her. Characters just show up and then disappear for a while. So. Yep. Anyway, not horrible, but I just wish the right the writing room had a little discipline. Yeah, I agree. It would it would really go a long way towards improving this program. So, anyway, uh, should we move on to the next one? World Beyond. Sounds good. Um. Okay. This one was a little less boring than the because I don't know. I told you that I felt like the first two stuff happened, but yet for whatever reason I didn't find them very exciting. Not that they were necessarily bad; they just seemed kind of boring. I felt like this one was a little less so. Um, I felt like it moved on a bit more. Maybe it's because they had a reunion. Maybe that's why I felt like that. I don't know. And um, people can read my exclusive with Nicholas Cantu. That's up uh, the one who plays Elton, uh, if they want oh, to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was um, 
uh, okay. I thought this was better. So, I don't know. I thought this was a little slow and, like, maybe they didn't need to devote entirely so much time to Percy and Elton's adventures. Um, but it wasn't yeah. terrible, right? Um, yeah. I actually find Percy to be a fairly believable character. Um, uh, I I know that he's supposed to be, like, the bad boy, and Iris is attracted to this bad boy, but he's been out there, like, for, like, 10 years, right? And he, um, I think, has, like, lost his faith. A more in, realistic like, view. Good... Yeah, yeah, right? Uh, uh, that there are any yeah, good people out there. And, right? Whereas Elton is like, they look like good people. What? They look like good people. What are you talking I mean, about, Elton? They look like I good people. Like on a show like this, you want to have that person that's the moral compass, but it is kind of unrealistic. So, yeah, I, yeah. I definitely see he's probably the more <laughs> would do better <laughs> out in the world uh, the way things are going. But obviously it does not work out well. Although I think if they had been on the same page, it might have. Like if he had talked Elton into – I mean, I don't know that he could have talked Elton into doing anything. But I felt like if he had gone on his own and stole the stuff without Elton being the idiot standing there, because obviously they knew by the way he acted what was going on, and he – didn't go with the flow, I guess, is the best way to put it, which is why they should have known if it wasn't all a setup. I think that they would have known from the very beginning, like, he wasn't in on it because he, like, was totally confused with what was going on. But, um, yeah. yeah, they need to get more on the same page. Um, I, 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 and let me ask you a question. I think it's funny, the thing about his suit, they can't bite through. But, but is that just me or does that still seem a little – far-fetched that they can't yeah because i I mean mean, it's not armor it would still rip i mean yes if you were like a human biting on the material probably you couldn't rip it but i feel like a a zombie is like i know it's not like a person that has limitations (laughs) you know what i mean i just feel like i mean eventually would have ripped it but i mean zombies i don't mind it because it's kind of cute but Uh, uh, two things here at least it's consistent from season one that like yeah. from like yeah. he's always said that about this outfit. Um, I mean, yeah. zombies don't have razor sharp teeth. They have the same teeth they had when they were human, right? More aggressive fighters, right? But they don't. You would have think that more people hands. would make some kind of armor easier <laughs> if that's if that's the case. Well, I mean, you know it, what I mean? it's dumb. It's kind of dumb because wouldn't. Funny. It's kind of dumb because wouldn't denim really fulfill the same role? Like denim is hard to bite through for a normal human mouth, right? Like, yeah, like, you could probably maybe pierce it maybe more. Yeah, I, that's my, kind of my point is that it seems like it, that people get bit really easy unless they have on armor, which is why I'm kind of like not sure it would be so strong. But, yeah, if you think about it, I don't know. I mean, would a dead person, because they don't have, like, limitations of, of strength per se that sometimes like a real person does, could they bite harder or could they not? I don't know. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. It probably would be very hard to bite through jeans, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's neither here nor there. Um, but it is funny, and you're right. I think the most important thing is it is consistent. Um, I think it was funny she yeah. took the suit. Hopefully she'll give it back. Um, yeah. But I, I did appreciate this whole – I did appreciate the whole fact that, like, from the very beginning they went to save them. But, you know, they played – I, I kind of have to wonder, though – 
they were sort of playing this trick on them of not saying who they were before Percy tried to steal something. So they must have already no, 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 no. They, they they said when they saw they were trying to steal from them was when they decided to not. Like right, what I mean I'm not saying, play along. Right, but I guess what I'm saying is that when Elton first talked to them before they saw what Percy was doing, if they weren't planning that, it would have made sense to be right away, hey, this is who we are. I think that mm-hmm. they had to have kind of had an idea that they didn't come clean long enough to find out that was going to happen. You know what I mean? Not that it matters. I'm just saying yeah, that yeah, would have been, yeah. in my opinion, the first thing that should have been out of their mouth before, because they hadn't even met Percy yet. They didn't know at that point he was going to do it. So I find that a little, like, I figure, feel like it was more of a setup because they wanted to play that trick on him. Not, again, not that it really matters. And I think it was kind of cute. Like, I, I didn't mind it, the fact that they, it was like a whole setup. I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. I didn't mind it. Um, I mean, was it that interesting of a plot point? Maybe not, but um, but it was kind of funny. And, and I like that they've now at least connected again because we complain how often that they need to have the groups of people together. Um, and I was happy to know we weren't going to have three groups all season. I mean, yeah. we're probably going to have two groups for a little bit, although I don't know. I get the impression that maybe we won't because since um, Huck took uh, took uh, Hope out, that they're probably going to – it looks like, oh, that's right. They see them at the end of the episode, so they're probably going to uh, yeah. reunite at the beginning of the one. I, I mean, but there's um, so much leading up to that, right? Like, that's the yeah. that's the sort of cliffhanger thing at the end. I have question. There's so much getting to question. that. Do you think, and, and I honestly, I have no idea, because I haven't, I mean, I haven't seen further. I'm just wondering, do you think that it's a good possibility, like I do, that Huck told her mother she took her out? Because I feel like they wait, want wait, to her, do what, what they want. Took, took who out? What do you talk to the crowd? That Hawk took yeah. Hope out to get Iris. Oh, when you said took like her out, I assumed you meant killed somebody. No, yeah. no, not took <laughs> her out, kill her. Took her out in the car, in the truck. I feel like there's a very big possibility that she said to her mother, I'm going to sneak her out because she'll lead me to her sister. You know? Although even though she really knows where the sister, even though Huck all, has known right. all along where they are. Yeah, Huck, that's right. Huck knew where. Well, I don't, did Huck know for sure, or did she lead them there? I'm trying to remember. I think she just assumed they would be there, right? Or am I wrong? I think she told, trying to she remember. told them to go there. I think she told them. When she left them at the farmhouse, I think she told them. Which is kind of surprising they listened. But, yeah, I would think they wouldn't have listened if that was the case. But, but my yeah. thing is, I feel like she would be risking an awful lot to go get them with everything that's going on. I just would not be surprised at all if she said to her mother, hey, the only way we're really going to be able to control her is if we get her sister, we'll be able to find her or let me go try to find her or at least let her think we're looking for her or something. You know, I just would not be surprised at all because it just seems really far-fetched that she could do that without her mother knowing, in my opinion. Well, I mean, um, I, I, I think that that her storyline is really, I mean, as much as Huck is a terrible person who I don't like, I think that her storyline is maybe the most interesting one on the whole show. Yeah. Now, I love, you know, I love Annette Mahendrew. AJ and I loved her so much on The Americans. She was such, she was incredible in her role on The Americans as, um, what was her name? Natalia? I forget. She was the, she was the um, 
like receptionist working in the Russian embassy. Anyway, she was incredible, and, and I love her, and I think she's a great actress. Um, and she was also in The X-Files. Remember she was in the, the new yeah, X-Files? Yeah, that's where I know her. Yeah. yeah um, I know. I know. And I, I think her storyline's kind of interesting that her, she's got this, like, domineering mother who has, like, pushed her into this military career, uh, kind of really, like, I don't want to say brainwashed her, but has raised her in a way to believe yeah. certain things. And she's well, starting to I, realize, like, 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 no, let me finish, like, being away from her for two years on this mission, like, she fulfilled the mission, but it kind of changed her, and she does love these people who she betrayed, right? And I just feel like her, like, Huck's, like, like, I feel like Huck is going to come around to realize how bad her mother is and how bad the CRM is in a lot of ways. And, and watching that right. could be really interesting if they do it well, right? If they do it well is <laughs> the, big, the big if. But no, yeah. Yeah, and I, I believe that her doing this is for hope. I'm just saying it benefits, I feel like it benefits her to tell her mother because I feel like her mother would still let her go and then it would be like sanctioned so they couldn't get caught, I guess is what I'm saying. Like it, it benefits no. her on both sides. If that makes except sense, that she'll opinion. have to come. Except that she'll have to come home and say, "Oh yeah, mom, we did find them," and and like they will kill Will and Felix. Her mother will kill Will and Felix when well, she finds them. Well, she could bring home Iris and leave Will there and say she had separated from him or something. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. But I, I you know, know, Elizabeth will never believe that. Elizabeth will go right yeah, after that artist to the perimeter and search that place. She no, will not right. believe you. And really. Um, it, it is, like, really, there's no way Iris could survive without Felix. Like, everybody knows that, right? Like, who would believe that yeah, Iris yeah. separated from Felix and managed to make her way and not get killed? Even though she suddenly became an awesome zombie and human killer overnight. Um, but I feel like that. Um, so I, I, um, I thought they said it was to be suspicious of that woman working at the gate who was like, oh, you're Huff, yeah. you're Jennifer, I love your mother, she's so cool. And then she had that, like, very suspicious look in her eye when, when they drove away, yeah. right? Um, yeah, well, that's why, I, as part of why I also thought maybe they were aware of it. Um, but um, I, I don't know. But uh, what I, the, the thing I'm kind of interested to see is, uh, and I said this the, the other week, I have a feeling that maybe just going by, again, not that she told me spoilers, but just listening to what she said, it made me wonder when I talked to Aaliyah if how she had said, like, that they don't necessarily Wait, feel the Leah. same way about things. Yeah, who plays Iris? Aaliyah, who plays... Aaliyah, her um, name is Aaliyah. Yeah, uh, who plays Iris had said that, like, you know, they don't necessarily all, the two sisters don't necessarily feel the same way. And I just, it made me wonder if maybe, like, they're going to get hope on board with the experiments and stuff and then iris is going to be like oh no no and like completely you know what i mean does that make sense like i could see mm-hmm. them kind of pitting yeah. them against each other in that way and that could be interesting um it all just depends i think on the writing and, and how they do it i don't know yeah um oh and the other thing i wanted to mention because i had seen this on reddit somebody had said it apparently the teacher mr ellis the the yeah. science teacher, hope science teacher, is the guy that Eugene had talked about working with back way Eugene, back when. But, but Eugene, I thought was a liar. Ago. But no, that was that was Eugene's real job, I guess, right? Eugene's yeah, from well, Texas, at least some I think. of what yeah. he said might have been based on huh. reality. Yeah. I mean, how much he 
expanded on that. I don't know, but that they were used trying to weaponize it or whatever, that that part was apparently accurate. So that was, I guess, a little, and I guess I, I didn't watch Talking Dead, but apparently, um, oh, what's her name? Aisha T- Tyler. Um, Taylor, yeah. Tyler, Aisha Tyler. Um, apparently Tyler. she confirmed that. So, uh, yeah. So I I think the part with the teachers and the school and hope like the whole thing inside the CRM to me is like the worst part of is the most boring part like this whole yeah. bit with hope and all these like so there's apparently she's not the only super genius there's a million super genius kids the CRM has like recruited or kidnapped or whatever I, I mean hope seems to be the one that they've treated the worst and really kidnapped, but there's all these super genius kids that have been brought from everywhere. I don't know why there's no super genius adults, except for Hope's father. Like, they're not, like, they're not, like, are, like, they're all these kids. Like, I don't really get it. Like, who besides Hope's well, father and his girlfriend? Smart people. I mean, do you think about on some shows, like, where they, where the planet's dying or something, and they save all the smart people? I mean, it, it's kind of like that. But yeah, they've put an awful lot, have an awful lot riding on hope, and it seems strange if they already have other smart kids there. Um, I agree. Well, I and also, but, but it's I only don't kids, find the part right? about what they're doing with the zombies boring. But I find the part of her like flirting with that kid boring. Right, but there's That's almost like no adults. Like, like why? Are, if there's so many people living in places, like okay, on The Walking Dead, there's like, and on Fear of the Walking Dead, there's like almost nobody alive, and there's nothing like this, but. On World Beyond, there's Omaha, there's Portland, there's Albany, there's all these communities with tons of people, and I don't understand why they're not recruiting the smart adults, because this is the teen show, but they're not recruiting, like, <laughs> smart adults and kidnapping smart adults. They're like, let's kidnap smart, let's get smart kids, and then spend years educating them, and then hopefully in, like, 10 years or 15 years, they can start to, like, the whole thing, and this whole, like, wrong. hope. This whole thing with, like, Hope and the cute boy having a pissing contest of who's smarter, you know, which I guess yeah, is supposed to be, like, teenage, dumb. is that foreplay? Like, what is that? Like, they're playing Jenga yeah, as foreplay. Like, kind of all like of that I'm was a bore to me. show for teenage romance. I think that's the, the problem. I do not watch this no. show for a teenage romance. I don't care. No. Um, no. I, mean, I do, like, if I, anything, I didn't mind Percy and Iris before, like you said, because, like, he was not per se, a good person, so it made it a little more interesting. But two smart kids playing Jenga, I, I, I just found it very, yeah. like, you know, yeah. here or there. I do like the little bit of flashbacks that she's having. Like, I like this little part of it where where Hope is having, like, flashbacks to being on the road. Like PTSD, yeah. Yeah, like, she's got a little PTSD. Like, like she's not unaffected by being out there. And I, and I kind of like that. Right. Like I think that's important to make sure that she's affected and we see that. But overall, yeah, like, the other kids play like, very sheltered, like yes. how these ones kind of were at the beginning. Yeah. Like they don't get it. Yeah. But I feel like like the team like I feel like this is not a good plan for saving the world, and it's a waste of my time to see these kids in the classroom, um, in in a show and and I and and I was glad to get her out of there. So the final scene, as you already alluded to, when when Huck brings Hope to the settlement, whatever they're calling it, the artist colony, and she sees her friends who really are pissed, right? Like Percy and Elton yeah. don't want anything to do with Huck and Hope. 
Yeah, am I wrong? They never showed, because I I can't remember, I don't think I've seen the preview, because I watched it on AMC Plus or whatever. I'm thinking like i never seen the preview. They didn't um, actually have them, like um, Hope saw them, but they didn't see her, right? Am I right? Uh, Yeah, I think they saw her, yeah. Percy, they saw her. Oh, they saw the. Oh, that's right. Because I, yeah, they did see that. Because I recalled her over. Okay, that's what I was trying to remember. Because I was going to say there's also yeah. the possibility that maybe. Because I would have almost said maybe there's the possibility that hope that I or, I'll get the names right eventually. That Huck would have been like, now you know she's alive, but we have to leave her here, which I guess still could happen. I mean, what if if instead of all this, she's like, I've proved to you your, that your sister's safe and that she's alive, and that I want her to stay alive, but if you tell her and she comes with us, then they're in danger. Like, that could still happen, and maybe it would make her listen. I I don't know. No. Huck killed Percy's uncle, who was the person, his only family who was taking care of him. Yeah, I forgot about that. And Huck really threw Iris. So just she really, like, threw Iris and and Felix. Felix under the bus when she when she took hope and she did say like at the last minute she's like oh take this truck there's a farmhouse but she totally like had that giant fight with Felix where she tried to kill him right like yeah she's a total jerk yeah I don't think let's it. not forget that that's, why, and I, hope that's confess- why I guess I'm saying if she hadn't let them see them maybe it would have made more sense yes I, and I, hope I, confessed to Elton that she killed his mother well, but I don't think Elton's Mem- mad at Hope for that, though. Still. Oh, well, he's very mad at Hope for that. He's very mad at he's Hope for that. Not, yeah. I don't know. I I thought that I, I kind of took it before that when he stopped being pissed and ripping up the, the, the scripts about not knowing her and stuff, I thought he was kind of over that and not. I, I, for some reason, thought that they had a resolution to that. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I thought that he had said something like that he forgave her. Maybe not to her, but I think thought that they had a something where, like, he realized it wasn't her fault or something, and I don't know why I'm thinking that. I don't know. We'll have to see, I guess. I, right, I mean, you could me, be it doesn't make correct, sense but... that he would stay mad at her, though. Because to me, I feel it like... totally makes sense that he would stay mad at her. Well, just because, but just because he was intellectual, a kid. Jamie, he didn't Jamie, murder her. Let like me finish. But well, she did murder her, but she was seven. Just because he, just Jamie, just because you know something intellectually doesn't mean that you can control the way you feel about it. I guess I, I can see him being upset. He I guess thought he, I don't he's know that been necessarily be mad. He's been deluding himself that his parents were alive out there somewhere all this. Like, for 10 years, he's been, like, hoping that his parents were alive out there somewhere. And then he finds out definitively that his mother is dead and that his friend killed her with a gun. And, and yeah, it's not – I mean, it wasn't her fault. She was a little kid. But that doesn't change, like, the way he – like, I I could understand how it would take months or years for him to be able to, like, you know, really – except hope it, you know, and, and will they ever be tight again? I don't know. Like, I, I think it's totally believable that he would. I mean, he's also, he's like 14 or 15. He's not a person who can regulate his emotions and his brain the way, like, you and I can yeah. as our own people, right? I guess I could like, see him being upset and not want to see her, but mad, I don't know. Yeah. But you're right. He's a teenager. He's not, may not reason it as well. I don't know. But I kind of feel like... Yeah. I don't think they're going to go that way because... I mean, if a drunk driver kills your mother, they didn't intend to kill your mother, but they still did, you would, you, it would be very difficult to forgive that person. 
I guess, but I feel like who made I would maybe not forgive a driver because they were drunk and shouldn't be, but like a six-year-old kid, I would right, forgive, whatever. you know what I mean? Like, okay, not, bad analogy. I understand but, what you're saying. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I don't know, but it doesn't yeah, matter. We'll yeah. find out. I mean, yeah. I just, for whatever reason, was thinking that there was a mention of it before at the end of the season. Maybe I'm wrong. No. I, I just for uh, I could be wrong also was. because who knows it was so long ago and like this is not the greatest show but at any rate I think that you know um, there the two of them are like the two boys are not happy to see the two women show up necessarily uh, I mean right. Elton did say Elton did say wait a minute where's Hope like he expressed concern for Hope's whereabouts when he saw Iris he's like he's like wait only Iris is here not Hope. He did express some concern for her well-being. Yeah. But I mean, that doesn't really mean that he wants. To, <laughs> it doesn't really mean that he wants to like hang out with her, right? right? Like you could be glad you're not dead. But point. yeah, I could definitely yeah. see he shouldn't want to be near her. I just don't mm-hmm. know that he needs to necessarily hate her guts. I see it as like yeah. two different emotions, but it it, it doesn't yeah. matter. We're going to find out one way or another yeah. next week. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or actually, probably so. now, probably on MC Plus. I haven't looked, but it should be. It is. I'm sure. Um, yeah, but I have not seen for you. So, yeah. um, oh hey, no. uh, okay. Not, not that not that this is, is relevant to that, but I just happened to see it. Uh, I, I don't know how you say her name. Lisette, Lisette. However you say her name, she retweeted your review. I just happened to oh, see yeah. that pop up. So there you go. Yeah. No. Oh, um, to get on my yeah, my. I didn't mention that for women as losers that your your exclusives up. Which comes out the twenty yeah. fifth, I believe, because they changed the date. I'm Sorry, I didn't even Max. Yeah. I saw it, and it, since it was yours, I thought about it. I'm like, hey, oh, check it out. Um, yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. Is there anything else about it? Um, no, I, I think believe... we have probably talked about these two shows for an hour. Yeah, is, is more than they deserve. <laughs> yeah, probably. And I don't know. I haven't seen any further in World Beyond, so I know absolutely nothing. Other than what I'm saying, you know, what I'm thinking. Um, But but we'll see. But both of those are on AMC Plus now. As far as I know, um, we can go watch them if you're you're so inclined. Not that I intend to go rush and watch it, but but there you go. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think that's it then. Um, I don't think there's anything else I've seen that you guys have other than if you guys want to talk a little bit about Midnight Mass. I have not seen the end yet. I haven't seen the last episode. I haven't had a chance. haven't seen but... the end. Taryn, how much have you seen? No, I never went back. I've seen partway into episode three. I started. I started episode okay. three, um, but I didn't get that far into it. What you you think? So okay. The, the for the fine. Okay. <laughs> we can so I ha- so I have seen so an episode. So oh my god, all they do is go to mass on the show, right? And like we're well, called <laughs> midnight mass. The, the, I know, but it the is season math is so prolonged. It's not really, it's not that it's not about the religion, but the horror isn't part I know, of the religion. But, but they spend so much time in math and, that I'm wondering, like, so I'm Catholic. You got, I don't know if you guys are Catholic. Like, I feel like, I feel like they're spending so much time in math to help non-Catholics understand what math is. Like, I'm like, okay, why are we in math again? Like, no, I've gone to math every that's single day my whole life, see. right? Um. Uh, but I, I feel like, um, I mean, I found it very. Uh, so okay, so in episode two, the it big. Okay, so 
So what I've seen, in episode two, the big storm comes and all the cats washed up on the beach and there's this long conversation, should we burn the cats? There's that weirdo guy who's like, why are these cats here? Is it these? Is it this? Is that? They're talking about these cats. These cats washed up on the beach. Um, And and in episode three, what was I watching? So they're in church again in episode three. Uh, They're at Daily Mass in episode three. And... um, and the main character, Riley, he goes off island to go to, is that an AA meeting that he goes to, I guess? Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he comes back and he is always flirting with that girl, Erin. And, like, basically the only major development was the cats washing up on the beach. Um, yes, you're not really into the main part of the story quite yet. And there's think. that creepy guy, there's a drunk guy with the big dog and that creepy school teacher woman who's, like, all about the rules. Yeah. So in episode three, there's this big thing where Aaron, pregnant Aaron, brings an empty bottle of Windex. Why are you bringing empty bottles of Windex back to the pantry? I don't get that at all. Like, why are they returning empty bottles of Windex to the store? But no, she didn't I don't return. Think like, she, she could tell the story about she her didn't mother. return. I think that was the only the fact. Yes, yeah, the point was that she did not bring the bottle back, and she gets a lecture right. from the school marm about it. But why would anybody like? So that's the general store, and she's. But I guess when everything comes out of fairy, like I think it was stock? just to tell about her mother. That's what I took out of it. I didn't think it was really important, other than it told the story of her mother. Even was. at this point, I I just felt like the whole point was because Bev's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, she's yeah. just oh my god, that woman. Yeah, I did not yeah. like her. I mean, you're not supposed to like her, but um, so let me. I, I got two questions for you, and and I want to be careful because I don't want to reveal anything, but. I don't think at this point you're enough quite yet into the story to probably have an idea what's going on. Um, yeah. Right? Or am I wrong with that? But what I wanted to ask well, you, AJ, without – okay, sorry, go ahead. If you if you have a theory, I want to hear it, but then I'm going to say something I, to AJ, but go ahead. No, I was going to say that I, I don't think I will ever get to that point because I find this show incredibly boring. It's so slow and so boring. It gets – and like, it is slow, I mean, but it does get better. I mean, oh, okay, but I mean, there's this guy who like he got drunk and he killed somebody, which is which is v- bad. He went to prison. He did his time. It's like it's like so depressing and so boring and so slow, um, and and doesn't seem to have a point. Um, I mean, obviously, dead cats everywhere, and creepy priests like that. Like Riley thought I saw the creepy priest walking on the beach, and he wasn't. And I have a feeling that like that doctor's senile mother probably is gonna do like a Castle Rock kind of thing where she knows what's going on. But I, I, it's so slow. It's you guys. It's so boring. It's so slow. See, and and you know what I? I just yeah. You I, know what's I funny, Karen? Everything you're saying. Yeah, I actually like that. I, I actually, I actually kind of appreciated the fact that the first two episodes are very, very character-driven, and you really get a chance yeah. to kind of get a feel for the I, characters. And, it, and, and, but by the end of episode three, you're kind of, you're gonna kind of be like the hell, and then you're gonna be like, all right, now I have to watch episode four, and then that's when the ball really gets rolling. Like by the ep- end of episode three, yeah. you're gonna at least be intrigued. <laughs> But see, I, 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 mean, I kind of, yeah, I like, I liked the slow burn. So I thought it, I, for me, I felt it worked 
it works pretty good. It's not obviously it doesn't work that way for everybody. <laughs> no, yeah, so I, I was, was gonna... about ready to quit because I thought it was really slow, but I kept going through because I I knew something was coming, and then I'm and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, now I need to know what happens, but then I never finished it. Um, so I guess it was it didn't pick up enough maybe, but no, I mean I think it was the word that I just ran out of time watching it. But um, yeah, you'll hit that point. But AJ, what I wanted to ask you, just I was just curious without saying anything, did you kind of figure out pretty early on what was going on? Because I kind of had an yes. idea fairly early on because it just because some of the things we've watched before, I, I kind of figured out yes, pretty early. I, I just was curious if you do. Okay. Yeah, I I figured it out. Um, I figured I had it out a couple, as soon as people start realizing something's going on. As soon as people start seeing it, yeah. I kind of already had an idea. I don't remember what episode it was, but I definitely figured it out. I, I, th- I think I had an inkling after episode two, I think, um, when the when the boys are on the beach. After I looked up some Let's put it this way. I kind of wondered when I first looked up the cast when I was watching the first episode because I, I'll just say I recognized some people. Okay. I yes 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 that. yes. I know exactly what you mean. And it I know me exactly wonder. what you mean. And and I I caught yeah, on here, to that don't too. Um, but I had I had I had an inkling um, when the boys were on the beach and and the one kid saw somebody. Um, I had an inkling, but then I picked yeah. up on exactly what you were just talking about, and yeah, I and and personally, I I felt like it was brilliant. It was it was a different way, and it kind of well, I don't want to say this. It's smart, yeah. You don't want to. I'll, have to say, I'll, I'll just say what I what I wanted to say. That I hadn't. Uh, what I want to say, I'll have to right. say at a later date, because it right. it reminded me of, of of another show in a different way. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of, my only concern is, like I said, is I kind of wish I hadn't looked up the cast, but I recognized something and I looked like at the very beginning and I kind of think that that maybe tipped me off a little bit, but regardless of that, um, I, I still like the way they yeah. did it. But anyway, Karen, I think if you get to a certain point, I think you'll like it better, but I think you have to get to that point. Um, yeah. you just have to push through it. Or not. Yeah, finish, finish, like up, finish, yeah, finish episode three, and if, if the end of episode three doesn't kind of get you to want, uh, uh, get you curious about episode four, then, you know. But All you right. watch worse stuff, I, though. I do, but, yeah, we're talking I really do. I guess I'm just surprised how you two, both of you, watch this show, because I, I just find it so slow and boring that I, I, I wonder... Okay, AJ, I hear you that you that you're interested in the character-driven, you know, aspect. We all three of us like characters, especially Jamie. I feel like you're like science fiction and horror. Like you like it to move a little faster. Um, yeah. You know, honestly, watching this, I was thinking. Did you guys ever watch Rectify? I was thinking of Rectify, which just you know was about a guy who got out of prison, and it was so slow, and I hated it so much. Yeah, I don't think um, I ever saw that. That's why it's very slow. Yeah, I, I, no, it's, um, it's, it's definitely slow. I mean, I agree with you there, but it does pick yeah. up. I mean, yeah, I, I still need, like I said, I still need to see the end. So I, I guess maybe it doesn't move as fast as it could, or maybe I would have watched it right away. But I lately have so much to watch. I just haven't gotten back to it, so it's hard to tell. 
Um, but I, I think you, you need to give it the rest of the episode and see how you feel. All right. We'll see. Um, we'll see how I feel Yeah, I mean, to give you an idea, I, I watched it in three days. Like, we, I watched the first two episodes. Then I, the next night, really? I watched episode three, three and four. And then the last night, Artie and I just, like, we got, you know, we watched five and six. And we were like, yeah, we're watching seven because we need to see how this ends. <laughs> I can't yeah, believe I that. I watched it for two days. I just didn't get past the last one because I, I ran out of time for whatever reason. I really can't believe that. And maybe, I mean, maybe did you not like it for episode one, two, and three, what made the difference for you? Because I just, I, I can't believe that it, you like guys said, watched it in two I, days. Like I said, I, I would say for me, I, cause I, was thinking I, appre- so I just, I, I appreciated, sorry. Yeah, for me, I actually appreciated getting to know the characters because so many, I mean, so many of the shows out there, it's just like, boom, 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 boom. This happened, this happened, this happened. And you're like, okay, that was cool, but I know nothing about the characters and I don't care about the, I mean, how many times have we talked about a character dying or something? We're like, eh, who cares? Cause they didn't do anything with the character. They didn't tell us who the character is. We didn't care about the character, you know? Yeah. Whereas this was different where it, you know, it, it, as you can see, heavily focuses on getting us to know who these characters are. Yeah, All I right. will say, I mean, I'm just going to say another thing. There are certain parts about this show, though, that I find hard, found hard to watch later on. I will say that just because it's very, I don't, I don't know if I want to say emotional is the right word. I don't know if you know what, what I'm talking about, but um, – I don't know. There's some things in here that are just kind of hard. I feel like I thought were, were kind of hard to watch, not necessarily in a bad way, just, I mean, maybe in a good way, because it was written and it felt real, but I don't know. Um, I, I found a lot of it very sad. I'll just put it that way. Um, so, yeah, but, um, but yeah, I, I, I at the beginning did feel like it was too slow, but I kept going, and then I was glad I did. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, think part of it, too, was it was like it's only seven episodes, so I was like, and, and who knows? Maybe because Artie and I just got done with our 25 James Bond movie marathon. That <laughs> something a little slower was actually, you know, because like we went to we went to see James Bond the the Friday that it opened, and mm-hmm. we started watching um, uh, uh, All the yeah Midnight Mass. Uh, we we started watching yeah. Midnight Mass on on Saturday, so. <laughs> like the next day, so maybe it was like <laughs> I needed maybe, something a little slower. Yeah. Twenty five uh, yeah. we watched twenty five Bond James Bond movies it, within a month. We like we pretty much watched one a night. Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, wow, that's incredible. That's uh really uh admirable. I've not I've only ever seen two James Bond movies, I think. Um, which yeah, I've is, seen uh, them all, and already had never seen any, so <laughs> yeah, it's the marathon. Um, wow. So yeah, all right. So maybe I'll give it another try and see if I can watch, you know, um, some more of it. See how I feel about it uh, because uh, not loving it. I mean, another or, part for me could have been I had to I had to see Bev get hers. Because, I, I mean, I hated Bev in the first episode. <laughs> so I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I got to see how she, she – this is a horror show. She's got to get hers. 
I hated her more. That annoying. Yeah. Wait, who's there? I know. I know. I know why you hated her, Jamie. Yes, yeah, she is. Okay, can spit it out. All right, Karen. I know it's interrupting you, but who? Bev is that lady that the school teacher who also works in the church who follows the rules. That lady. That's Bev. That lady. She's annoying. Yeah. I hope she will. Yeah, she's annoying. I mean, she really. um, And actually, so you guys probably. I mean, I don't want you guys aren't going to tell me, but um, in episode two, there's a scene where someone hauls a trunk into the rectory. I forget who it is who brings the trunk in and knocks on it, and someone knocks back. Someone's inside that trunk. I assume the priest is inside the trunk. Me at the beginning. I, I wonder, like, and I was like, "Oh, is there a vampire inside that trunk? Like, what's going on with this show? I don't really know. We haven't come back to it yet, as of episode three. But somebody was inside. Somebody came over on the ferry inside that trunk. Um, which either to me, so I don't know. You guys don't tell me, but either to me." That's either maybe why Riley thought he saw the priest, the the older kind of delusional priest walking around during the storm, and it was like, he's off island. He didn't come back to the island. How could he be on island? I'm like, oh, maybe he was in that trunk, or I don't know. Maybe the first priest is, I don't know. Someone was in that trunk. So, Or maybe a cat was <laughs> knocking on it trying to get out, because there's a lot of cats in this show. Although there's a lot fewer cats now that they all died. <laughs> so we'll don't see. I know, don't tell me. You guys are laughing because uh, you know, and I don't know. Um. So, yeah. but, but that was the only really like remotely like I, it's not supernatural yet at this point. Um, and and it's boring. So we'll see. I'll give it another shot yeah. tomorrow. I'll watch another couple episodes. Sounds good. All right. All right. You guys talk Wait a about the show. I'm going to go. Um, and I will talk to you guys next week. All right, okay. Jamie. Have a good night. All right, Jamie. Have a good night. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Okay. So that's all. That's um, Jamie's not watching Why, which we might want to talk a little bit about, but I'm only on episode like five. Um, and then we have American Horror Stories. I think there's one. Yes. Um, there's only, well, I think, I think, I think episode seven of Why was on tonight. But, All right, so, so I'm, almost, seen, I'm not that seen, far behind. Seen, yeah. Yeah, you're not far behind, mm-hmm. which is funny because you were ahead of me. <laughs> I was, and now you're and ahead somehow of me. I got caught up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if we, I mean, if we want to talk about it a little bit or not. I mean, it, it's pretty, I think it's pretty decent. I know you said it got canceled. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you said, you told me it got canceled. Excuse me, I have a little frog in my throat. <clears> throat> um, so I have gotten up to, I have watched as far as, okay, so 355 goes to the house of her, I guess it was the head of her, agency and she meets another agent whose name is like 323 or something like that. Yeah. And they fight and they have a difference of opinion and then in the end 355 comes back to York and says, oh, your mother said we're authorized to go to San Francisco which we know is a total lie, right? Right. And um, that's kind of where I left off with them. Um, Okay. 
and the sister, Karen, um, last we saw her was when... Karen? Um, you mean Hero? Oh, she's calling herself Karen. That's the fake name she gave. I forgot. <laughs> right. But, but her real name is Hero. And she had been yeah. forced to try to remove the bullet from that woman, and then they were like, you can stay with us for a little while. Um, and, and then in, in Washington, the pers- the woman who is secretary of like, whatever, who really should be the president just came back from Israel and is still like in the wheelchair and, um, um, the, the dead president's daughter is sucking up to her, right? So there's, that's happening. So I think, um, you know, I actually really like yeah. the, this episode, this last episode, I really like the part where, um, Yorick and Trisky Five finally find this Harvard doctor, that, the geneticist they're trying to meet up with, and where she gave this sort of explanation of genetics and, like, and talked about, um, you know, it isn't just men that died. Like, a lot of people died. Like, a lot of women died. Women died because they were flying in planes that men were flying and everybody died. Right. And, you know, it, it wasn't like having a Y chromosome doesn't make you a man. And plenty of women have one and right. never even knew it when they died. And and we also she's like, We also lost all the koalas and all the elephants and all the cheetah like we lost all the all the you know, like every species right. is fucked right now. I really liked that part. And they, they simultaneously they juxtaposed that with the young woman who was the president's aide who was pregnant and thought she was miscarrying. Mm-hmm. Um um, I, I kind of liked how they played those two together and that explanation. I, I mean, I, I do, I have read that the comic book is less um, explanatory. The comic book was less interested in um, gen. The comic book came out like more than 10 years ago, right? And, I don't know. And I've never less read inter- and, Well, I've read that it was less interested in, next, it was just like The Last Man and, and like times have changed and, and, and the show the show added a little more explanation of like, you know, they're treating gender a little more sensitively and, and right. adding this explanation of what it means to have a Y chromosome or whatever. I, I kind of liked that part. I liked a little injection of science to it. You know, I always like that part. Yeah. yeah. No, I like that too. Um, for, um, I, for me, I, I love Amber Tamblyn as an actress. I hate her character. Yeah. I just want to hang oh. her character from, from a rafter. Oh. God, oh my God! She, she's you know what the and the problem with her is she's so delusional because she's like oh daddy this and daddy that and yeah we get your father was the president however you don't understand politics he you know yeah like like you know with with the um, secretary of state coming back or whatever she was you know he got her for he appointed her because of the vote you know to get votes he didn't actually like yep. her and she won't listen to reason. You know, I mean, from what right. we got, you know, gather at that point, you know, it's like everybody's like, well, she's a racist. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like, um, with Amber Tamlin's character, but Jennifer, I think, she's, uh, yes, Jennifer, I think, you know, yeah. she's just, she, yeah, she's just oblivious to everything. But you know, it's funny, actually, in the first episode, I actually I felt bad for her because you can tell that, um, oh, no, wait, Jennifer, wait, no, Jennifer is the president, Jennifer Brown. Oh, Jennifer's the president. The president, the the ex-president's daughter is named uh, uh what is her name? Um, I can't remember. Right give now. me a second. I'll think of it. I'll think of it in a second. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, uh, but anyway, it's really when she goes to um, Jennifer and she's like, you know, we need to save. Um, we need to like go to New York and and save the embryos and everything. It's a, you know I thought that was a brilliant idea, um, but she's like, yeah, no, it's too late. We're not even bothering. Which I get yeah. to a point, but at the same time, it's like, wouldn't you want to save all those frozen embryos? You know, if you're going to repopulate the planet. But then mm-hmm. later in another episode, somebody brings up a good point of. Um, even if and when you find out about the miscarriages, even if you have those male embryos, they're probably going to die. It's kind of like in a way, yeah. it's like it's it's like the stand where um, nobody knew if if new babies were going to live simply because what you know super flu was still in the air. Yeah, you know, would new children have the um, an immunity to it? And mm-hmm. so far in this case with this. Anything with a Y chromosome is still dying. But which, by the way, I get a kick yeah. out of. I like the double entendre there. It's Y the last man because of the Y chromosome, and his name is York, which obviously starts yeah. with the Y. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Amber Tamlin's character is named Kimberly. Um, Kimberly, that's what it is. She's horrible, but she's. I mean, she's interesting. You know. Your point to which she's not, her father was the president, she's not a political person, but and yet she's very political, right? Like, she's always trying to work to, like, she's very, I don't know. One reason I hate her is because, like, it's basically an extinction-level event has happened, and she's very focused on who's in control of the White House, and that Republicans should have control, not Democrats, right? Like, um, and that that you know, she's very, I don't know, she's very focused on, I think, a small issue and yet kind of a big issue of who gets to be in control. And she's, she's still in her little political world, I guess. Um, yeah, she's in her own little bubble. Yeah. Uh, not a politician, but always jockeying for, con- I mean, she definitely is trying to overthrow Jennifer, right? Um, yeah. And you know what she reminds me of? Very... Who? Go ahead, finish your thought. Well, I was going to say, she's also very, like, I mean, there's a part of this show that's about, like, like, she was a stay-at-home mom, and, like, you know, she she's very, I mean, she, she had a podcast or a show where, like, her, her, like, the value of of motherhood or of not working um, or, or of working from the home kind of thing, like being a housewife, Um you know, she's she's very uh, she's always talking about the value of that kind of work and that and that it's more important. Like she has a conservative attitude that that she thought that was more valuable than maybe having a job outside the home, right? Um, and just yeah, what I was gonna say was... that against like now women have to run the world and like what's your value in a world where right. the president wants to find all the women who are engineers and doctors and cops and whatever. Um, anyway, who does she remind you yeah, of? So she reminds me of that stereotypical annoying head of the PTA. Yeah. You know how yep. like a lot of shows yep. there's always that that one mom who has to run everything and thinks she knows it all and is very uppity. Yep. That's that type of person that's that, uh, Kimberly yep. reminds You're me right. of. <laughs> that's her. That is her. 
except a little more dangerous. <laughs> yeah. She's scary and creepy, yeah. I, and um, you, you know what? I, it, it, one thing I wish we'd actually see a little more of or kind of get a little more, like we're getting little snippets with like Hero and the Amazons. Um, and yeah. I'm trying to think what else we've seen. You know, you know, little snippets here and there. And, you know, we see a little bit of what's going on outside the White House, but it's like, I'm, I'm, I wish we'd get more of the outside because I can't, yeah. I know there's a bit of a time jump. I feel like how did everything go to chaos so quickly? Like the world we live in, plenty of women know what they're, you know, how to run this and do this and do that. I mean, like why, you know, couldn't, I mean, I, I, I realize it's probably maybe a 30, 70 in each industry, man to woman, but why couldn't that 30% keep the power on? You know, why Why did everything fall wow. into such chaos? And it's like, well, I can yeah. understand if, hold, hold on a second. I can understand if there were still men in the world, but you're telling me that there were that many women that everything, the shit hit the fan and the women were like, screw it, let's loot everything? Well. I, I find that hard I, to believe. <laughs> So there was I mean, I'm not a, a woman, so maybe come down wrong. There was a bit in episode two or three where Jennifer, the president, was trying to convince some sort of nuclear engineer or a power engineer woman to go back to work, right? And there was a little yes, bit of an explanation that, episode, yeah. that, that they lost more than 50% of the population. Like, let's say we're 50% male. So all the men die, or all the Y chromosomes die. Plus, all the women die who are in a plane or in a car or in a bus that's being driven right. by a man or somehow, right? So you lose more than 50% of the people. So let's say you lose 50% of the people in any single industry. Like, you just lost half the people who can run a power plant or who can do anything. So True. maybe it's a manpower issue in part. Um, yeah, I mean, then, like, you know, it, and if it's that type of loss, then why not say, you know, to everybody, listen, this is going to be our best course of action. Everybody, move, everybody go to your closest um, big city. You know what I mean? Or maybe go the other way, actually. Everybody leave the big cities. Leave L.A., leave New York, leave Pittsburgh, um, Pennsylvania, uh, uh, Philadelphia, you know, leave Chicago. Go to the smaller outlying towns. Everybody, let's pick a place for everybody. Like, everybody in the state of Illinois meet up here in this one town that can take care yeah. of, you know, Oh, you know what I mean? Instead of whatever yeah. the hell happened. I don't think we're going to get more, you know, backstory yeah. on that or anything. I would just, I, I would kind of wish we would. Yeah. And, it just kind of seems like mass good. hysteria. Yes. And, and, you know, as a woman, I like to think that the women would do a better job of this and not fall. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but that's what happened, right? Um. I agree with you. The show is not doing a good job of explaining the unrest. So in this whole episode, like four or five that I watched is when, when York and 355, when they arrive in Boston and there's, there's, um, there's troops everywhere and there, there are protesters and they're shooting all this tear gas back and forth. And, and it's not really clear to me what the protesters are angry about what they want. Like it, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. there, there's graffiti that says the president is lying, but I agree with you that it's not really clear what that all is about in the whole political situation. Um, 
And what why, I did really and why like, is the military so quick to, to throw tear gas at people? Like, why are, why are all these military personnel so quick to be like, yeah, screw it? It's almost like anybody that's, you know, in a decent situation, like everybody in the White House, I get that's, you know, they're all politicians in there. I get that. Yeah. That's the way the world works now. But, like, some of the soldiers and stuff, you know, it's like they're kind of okay, so they're like, ah, screw it. You know, it's like anybody, yeah. you know, like that one woman, the advisor to the president, for crying out loud, wasn't allowed back in. I thought that was bullshit. I know. That's crazy, right? That's crazy. I know, her and, Jennifer didn't, back in. I know her and Jennifer didn't like each other, but I think she could have been really helpful to Jennifer. I think so, and I, I think she's going to maybe be, you know – uh, I mean, she just, so I just saw her reveal to, um, Hero, Hero. she's like, oh, I, she, she's like, don't say who your mother is. I worked in the White House. I recognize, Hero's like, what, what? She's like, I worked in the White <laughs> yeah. House. I know who you are. Like, like, I do think Hero, so Hero is my least favorite character because she's a total idiot. Um, well. I, I mean, okay, first of all, um, that she thinks nobody will recognize her or know who she is, right? Second of all, that, that she doesn't have any, like, security around. She's just an idiot. Um, I don't like that she's so, like, my mother is such a jerk that I'm not going to go there. Like, her friend Sam is like, listen, we're going to die, and our only chance is to go to the White yeah. House. And Hero's like, no, my mother's a bitch. I don't want to go. Like, really? You're going to die. Like, I don't care how mad you are at your mother. Your only chance for survival is to get to the white. Like, right? Like, like the idea that Hero is so estranged from her mother that she won't take advantage of that. Um, meanwhile, her brother, Yorick, um, is interesting because he totally Jesus. wants to take advantage of it to find his girlfriend. He is, I loved in this episode I just watched, which was, I think, five, where 355 finally yells at him and says, she's like, oh, my God, like, you're the last man on earth and you're such a loser. She doesn't say you're a loser, but she's like, look, you have privilege. Well. Like, like, she's like, you walk in the room, people listen to you. You're so accustomed to being a privileged person. And now when the world is ending, like, all you, like, now you're the most important person in the room. Really, you are. And you just whine about, like, finding your girlfriend and, like, like is your monkey Okay. Right, you know, he's horrible. it's, he's it's really funny actually, because that's that's been my, my the entire time. I'm like the savior, possible savior of the planet. Could he be any more douchey? <laughs> like, yeah, he yeah, is awful. Like, yeah. Oh my god, he's the worst. I mean, ampersand more helpful. Yeah. I mean, he's so. I mean, ah, he, oh. he and he gets he worse. Really is kind of. Yeah, he really is kind of the ultimate, like, child of privilege. First of all, the fact that, that they're named York and Hero, like, they're both named after Shakespeare, Shakespearean characters, right? Um, well, you know, do you know why yet? I don't know why. I don't think I know why it's, yet. It's, I don't think I've it's not really a, It's not really a spoiler. I forget. Jennifer tells somebody, I forget who, um, but her, her husband um, – was an English professor, and he was oh, right. big into uh, he was big into Shakespeare. That that's how they ended up naming their kids Hero in New York. Because we we met we met the husband right before the the brief yeah briefly. Um, and and York in Hamlet he's a court jester, which is kind of hilarious that you name your kid after a court jester, right? And in fact, he grows yeah. up to be a magician. Um, 
and he is like a court jester, and he he's so like I do love that he's he's such like the ultimate privileged child. Like he his mother's a congresswoman. He has no real job. He's like, oh, I have a job. I'm a skate artist, and I teach magic. And he basically lives off his mother and his girlfriend. Um, and he's so like, I can't believe 355 hasn't punched him in the face yet, really, up through the first five episodes, because, <laughs> like, he's so annoying, and she understands the world so much better. That guy is, like, for that guy to be the one to live, like, of all the men that could uh-huh. have survived, right? He's such a, he's very, you're right, he's very uh, juicy. He's very, yeah. he's the I'm, worst. And you know what the best part is, though? Ampersand is also a male, and they were together yeah. and survived. So I'm like, what was in that apartment that shielded them from all this and, and them being out in the open now is ineffective. And like, like it'd be one thing. It was just Yorick. The fact that it's amp also, I'm like, I can't wait to see if they actually, you know, I don't know if this is, I don't oh. know. I've never read the comics. I don't know if this is one of these things that they ever I explain. The episode. I just watched the episode where they catch up with this doctor. I think Dr. Mann is her name, right? right? Yeah. Which is yeah, funny. Her name is Dr. Mann. Um, <laughs> and the first thing she said, and she immediately catches on. She's like, wait, he's a, he's a, a male also, and you were both together? Like, she, she caught on immediately that yeah. Ampersand and York were together at the time it happened, and they survived somehow. Which is funny that she wants to go to... San Diego or San Francisco, wherever they're going, San, California, San and not like, let's go to your New York City apartment where you both survived it and find out, like, is there anything in, in your environment that helps you to survive it, right? Well, I think I, I, I get the feeling that San Francisco isn't just about what she, why she wants to go there, saying that the equipment, you know, the only equipment that she, you know, could possibly yeah. help figure this out is out there. I feel like there's more to it. Um well, there was the crib in her apartment, and and her she's like, oh, I don't want to have a baby. What? There's no shut up. There was no crib. What are you talking about, right? But there was a crib in her in her room, and she won't discuss it. So maybe is there a kid that? So yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, I don't know. But there's more to her, of course. I kind of liked her in, immediately in the first episode. Um, but anyway. Yeah, she's yeah. Fun. So. I kind of like it. Um, I know it was reviewed sort of, you know, good and bad reviews. I kind of enjoy it. I, I do. You told me, AJ, you texted me and said that the creator is looking for another channel to air it, another service. Yeah. Produce it, right? Yeah. As soon as, as, soon as I found out that it was canceled, um, the article, Artie actually sent me the article, um, and I read it, and Eliza Clark, who – is the creator of the show. Um, as soon as she was told by FX on Hulu that it was being canceled, she immediately was like, you know, tweeted out, don't worry, I'm going to find another home for this. And I looked to see who's, um, who it's made by. And it's, it's none of the big companies. Like it's not NBC or Fox, you know, it's not owned by Warner brothers or, or Disney or anybody like that. Um, so, finding a, another home for it might work. But you know what? Like When I first read that it was canceled, I was kind of like, eh. Like, I wasn't heartbroken. Like, I enjoy no. it, and I'm curious where it's going, but I wasn't heartbroken. It wasn't like when Manifest was canceled where I was like, are you kidding me? You know? It was like, eh, I'm enjoying it, but it's I'm not, I'm not 
going to cry over it if it, it doesn't find a home, which, honestly, I don't think it's going to. So I feel kind of the same way, so I haven't watched as much as you have, but I think it's pretty good. It's better than a lot of stuff that's gotten picked up. Like, you're right, I won't cry true. or be Very totally unhappy, but other stuff gets continues that is really bad. Like, like Big Sky is still on TV. And this got canceled. Right? Walking Dead is on TV. Oh my God! Gets canceled. So, do you know? Hopefully, we'll get on on my Hulu. It keeps recommending that. You know, like it shows your recommendations. It keeps recommending Big Sky to me. And I saw a commercial for it the other day, and I was like, Oh my God! I don't want to watch the commercial even. And in the commercial, it shows that that uh, Ligurski's twin is on the show now. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, his, which yeah, we saw that coming. Like but, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, when I, I went on the Hulu, I went on Hulu the one day to watch Why, and boom, first thing I see is Big Sky and my suggestions. I'm like, get that the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so I would like if that can be on the air, so can Why, the next man, right, the last man. I agree, but yeah, you're talking yeah. ABC versus FX on Hulu, which well, of course, yeah, which technically, well, then again, which technically are both owned by Disney. So, I don't know. So, we'll see. Uh, I think this will have a harder time getting picked up than something like Manifest. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it happening. I mean, I could, you yeah. know, I mean, I don't know what state Sci-Fi Vision, or Sci-Fi Vision, that's, that's Jamie, not, no. Sci-Fi Channel, um, I don't know what state they're in. I could see, like, maybe, because you know, it doesn't seem like it's a really heavy production cost, because um, a lot of it looks like it's just locations. Yeah. So, I don't know if, you know, I could see somewhere like Sci-Fi picking it up, maybe. I don't see it being something Netflix takes on, or Amazon, for that matter. So, I think, I yeah, think it's I don't, dead in the water. Yeah. I think it's about done, yeah. So. So, all right. So, shall we move on to um, yes. American Horror Story? Sure, why not? Uh, uh, you know what? I'm getting a little tired of this show. I'm getting I I'm tired. I'm getting tired of the color it. version. Well, yeah, the color version is especially. Although the color version was better this week than it had. At least, like somebody had a baby, and we saw like some of that, right? Um, actually, I I actually had a la- a, a literal laugh out moment. Um, loud moment in the color part of the episode, but we'll get to that. So what don't what what are you getting sick of, Karen? Well, I mean, I feel like the whole like it took us a really long time to get to Area 51. I'm really um, I'm really not enjoying um, Sarah Paulson. I'm really not enjoying Mamie Mamie Eisenhower and. Yeah. And Sarah Paulson. Well, I like Sarah Paulson. I'm not. I'm not really loving. I'm not loving. I, I don't look. She's the worst, right? She's the worst. I, I, I'm actually having the way that they're showing this through the lens of like Eisenhower is our, our entree, and we've had so many presidents now that I'm sometimes like, wait, who's the president now? What's going on? Because now we had Lyndon Johnson yeah. this week, and. All that going on. And, um, I hear a little. I hear a little um, feedback in your in your mic, AJ. 
which <laughs> sorry. The dog is jumping around. Um, no. But I, I'm not really like, I feel like the Ike and Mamie stuff is becoming a little, I don't know, it's boring me and distracting me. Um, my favorite parts are every time when Ike, when the alien trip and Ike's like, oh my God, I can't, I can't, I can't pursue this. I can't do this. And he's like, I love the dra- the Neil McDonough kind of drama. I like that part of this. I'm getting bored, really, with Mimi Eisenhower. I'm getting bored with... Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I, I like that they've got a new... Um, that Cody Ferns character is sort of taking over with the aliens. Um, yeah. We needed a new... We needed a new spokesperson for the aliens. I like Area 51. In general, I feel like we're we're sort of stalling. And it's funny that a four four-episode series could be taking too long to get to the point, but that's how I feel. Um, and in the color part, you know, the, the modern part of it, I feel like we are really treading water up there, right? Like, how many times is Calico going to tell the same story? Oh, my God, Calico is the worst character. Well, I appreciate that out of – the what was it like 46 minutes long the color part was only like 10 <laughs> so i appreciate that um yeah i'll go to tell a new story tonight she she told the story about how she found out about the fake moon landing because yeah you know neil armstrong because those two idiots didn't think that going out in public was a bad idea when they're supposed to be on you know about to go on the moon <laughs> yeah yeah um, I know what you mean. I felt like I, I agree. Like where where I've enjoyed everything prior to this, it just this mm-hmm. episode felt like more of the same. Um, I ha- yeah, um, right. I did get a I did get a kick out of Mamie um, having sex with Cody Fern's character. I thought that was pretty funny, actually. Really, um, I thought it was kind of unnecessary and and didn't really it, well, it add much to the story. It was, it, it didn't add anything to the story. It was absolutely unnecessary. I just got, found it comical because he walked around. I think what it was, the, the look on Neil McDonough's face is what did it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what, that's what did it for me. Um, and Cody Fern actually had a really good line um, when he was introducing them to the, uh, the microcomputer, which looks, you know, basically like a telephone. Um, and he says, and he says, "This, you know, in the future, this is going to bring your your world to, um, peace and harmony." And I, I immediately said to myself, "I was like, I think they miscalculated a little bit on the peace and harmony because of this device." Kind of went oh the God. opposite direction. I agree with you. I which think, I think that might have been obviously, which is obviously the joke because it went the all the social media kind yeah. of went the other way. I um, think it might have been the best part well, of the whole episode where where he gives yeah. them like like. Like, Eisenhower has sold thousands and thousands of Americans to the aliens, and what he got in return was an iPod, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're like, here's an iPod. And, and you know, the world. And, yeah. And that's, I agree and, with and, you totally, you know, yeah. Speaking of, speaking of Eisenhower signing the contract, you know, I'm sitting there the whole time. I mean, you know he's going to do it, obviously. Um, but, you know, and he, but the reason he does it, because he, like, he, I like seeing his struggle, but then he does it because he doesn't want Mamie's head to blow off. And I get it. It's his wife. Mm -hmm. But you just put your wife over thousands 
of Americans. Like he well, he totally uh, has not yeah. he he totally he he totally could have used Spock's intervention there to tell him that the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. <laughs> well, and his wife is increasingly not a a good partner or a good human being. Like Mamie, right? Isn't like in the first episode she was maybe a partner, but she's more and more. Um, superficial. Like it is true that, like yeah. I, I read this, it is true that that Mamie Eisenhower was into having birthday parties and popularizing them. But like she's more and more focused on like Halloween birthday parties, Halloween. Like she she's so superficial. Yeah. She she's so into the power, and then she has sex with Valiant Thor. And I feel like like why exactly is Eisenhower like so committed to protecting her? I mean, obviously he is because she doesn't she she didn't she didn't die during this time period, so we can't write that in in the way that like in the way that Marilyn Monroe's death was written as Nixon murdering her for running her mouth, right? Which right. is kind of a good yeah. scene. Bad but good. Yeah. But like I agree with you. Like so I don't like they're making it hard to understand why Eisenhower keeps trying to protect Mamie. I mean, I guess because she's his wife and he loves her, but I don't really know why because she's horrible. <laughs> Love is blind. Uh, right, yeah. Um, I did so, really enjoy his paranoia in this episode. I'm sorry. You know where he's like, he can hear the screaming and he goes in the tunnels and all this, and you see yeah. Eisenhower's increasing his, his mental state and his guilt and regret and his, like, horror is increasing. Um, not enough to be scary, like, this is not a scary show, but, no, like, no. I do like that part of it. Um, so, I was going to say, yeah, um, so then we get the color side of things, which oh, yeah. I was yeah. very surprised. I was very surprised that the, uh, I don't remember his name, but the one that gave birth first, um, I thought for sure, I thought for sure he was going to be dead afterwards. I was like, holy crap, he's still alive. Um, but. I think Troy I is the fact- Troy. Troy. Sure, why not? Yeah. I loved the fact that Stanley Kubrick directed the the the, the moon landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> that when was she said awesome. that I was loving it. But then and during she said, that oh, scene, he got, a, I, he got a lifetime contract with Warner Brothers. Yeah. Whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then um, and then it then it just got ridiculous from there for me because. Like the the four of them, they're standing there after her story about John Glenn and Neil Armstrong. She go, you know, she leaves, and the four of them are like getting all like, oh no, and, and like I'm looking at the four of them on this moon landing set in their white gowns, and all of a sudden I I said to my I said out loud to myself I was like I was like uh, alien from Calvin Klein. Like, didn't they look like a bunch of Calvin Klein models? Just like, you know, like how those Calvin Klein commercials are? That's all I saw as they were like kind of slumping over because they're so distraught and everything. All these attractive Moon landing by Calvin Klein. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I totally agree with you. Um, Um, I I do think there's, it was a little better this week. The color side was a little better this week. Right. Not oh, the only thing that made better. the color side, 
The only thing that I think made it better was my literal laugh out loud moment. I laughed hysterically at the squid baby. Because when the baby first came out, like you only, you only see from like the midsection up. And I was like, oh, crap. I was like, his baby is actually, I think, what they've been looking for. Like the head is, you know, it's like a perfect, mm-hmm. it looks like a perfect hybrid. I mean, it's humanoid, but it's got the big eyes and the head's a little bigger. I was like, this is going to be interesting. He, they're going to be like hiding his baby and they're going to be like, there's a perfect hybrid around here. Where is it? And then, all of a sudden, and then they had that, you know, you see it from his point of view. <laughs> and then as soon as it came out a little further, I saw the tentacles. I started laughing hysterically. I couldn't stop. Like, that was the most hilarious friggin' thing. I mean, it was, the, it was just like... It was. It's it, such a great moment. It was so funny. Um, I agree with you. It was hilarious. I did think... I mean, one reason I thought this was better, though. Um, so... In episode one, where we met these four young people, they're all really horrible and insufferable. And I thought these two guys who are named, um, uh, uh, I just said the guy's name. What is his name? Their names are um, Troy. Troy, you, you and said Cal. Troy. Troy and Cal. Troy and Cal. And I thought they were sort of jokey. Like, they were bros, right? They were bros, but they were gay bros. And I thought they were, like, really, like, all these four were were caricatures and not good characters. And I think the girls are still bad, but I, I do made, they're sort of committed to these two being like in love, like Troy and Cal are committed to each other. And uh, what do you think of the part where Troy, when the baby is coming, Troy's really like, like he's very scared how it's, he's like, how's it going to come out of me? How's it going to come out of me? But he, he has yeah, to really, see, that was kind of hilarious, and I was hoping it would explode out of the stomach, a la Alien, but then, of course, they cut him open. It was kind of boring. Like, um, like yeah. there was nothing original there, but he really, like, loved that baby. He was like, it's my baby, it's my baby, I love my baby, and then they just, you know, it was very, the way Angelica Ross just slashes the throat of the baby because it's not perfect. I mean, that was sort of horrifying, and I mean, there was some emotion in that scene, not a lot, but more than we've seen in this show, right? So I, I kind of, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous that later he's like, oh, Cal, I'll just cut the baby out of you and it'll be fine, really. Like, I yeah. get he's and it would have been only chance if it didn't have tentacles and a, and a mouth. A, yeah. If yeah. it didn't have tentacles and, and razor-sharp teeth at the, in between those tentacles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they hadn't really thought about, let's say it was a normal baby, how are you going to save it or get out of there or whatever, right? right. Like uh, like it was dumb, well, but... I mean, well, I mean, their thing was, it wasn't about keeping the baby so much as having more time with the baby, because that was the whole thing, Before you know, they take it, um, yeah. Cal was just like, I'm not ready to give up, you know, and then, you know, Troy's like, well, I can give us a little more time, you know? Um, right. Yeah. And the one thing, I mean, and I guess it probably doesn't matter, but I'm kind of curious what their gene pool looks like because, I mean, for all intents and purposes, um, the alien, oh, you know what, though? We've never actually seen, oh, yes, we did see the one alien when they were doing the autopsy. So, for all intents yeah. and purposes, they're the gray, they're, they're what we like to call the grays. Um, 
Right. So what are they doing to their own gene pool to try and come up with a hybrid that this baby came out with tentacles on its lower half? Right. Yes, because that's not a human biology. That's it's not a human biology. It's, it's, it's not. Right. Well, that's the thing. It's, but it's not human or gray's biology. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, Bio- right. I mean, yep. grays, yeah. grays are humanoid. So, you know, they don't have tentacles or anything. You know, they got the bigger head and the bigger eyes. Yeah. Yep. And, and every kind of, time we've seen you know, them, they've been humanoid. Yeah, we've only seen them yeah. as humanoids. You're right. Yeah. They're not so alienish it's like, or octopi or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and Troy's baby kind of had some kind of weird, like, oh, what, uh, weird shape to it. Like, part of it looked like a football. <laughs> I wasn't well, really I mean, sure what I was had, looking at. It had the big eyes. It was kind of symmetrical. Big head. I mean, I mean, it's interesting. It's been, I noticed that both those babies came out in a sack they were like they didn't you know when a person has a baby i've never had a baby i've only seen them on tv and movies aj you have a bunch of you have kids and maybe i don't know if you were in the in the delivery room when they came out but a human baby comes out right as a a yeah i think i think the reason these babies came out in a sack which i thought was alien-ish right maybe right well i think it could be two-part i mean it could be it could be alienish, or it could also be because they're males and aren't supposed to have babies. So because they okay. don't have a uterus, I'm guessing. Oh yeah. That that's just good point. Yeah. I, I, I honestly, I really, I just came up with that now because I hadn't really thought about it until you brought it up. <laughs> but because they don't have a uterus, the baby has to be inside some sort of environment. And maybe that's the yes. sack that we see them in when they come out. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. wow. Good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. not for nothing, if you think about this, I, I, again, here I am just thinking of things off the top of my head. I guess when a woman, ha- I mean, think about it. Um, the baby's born after a woman's water breaks, and that's probably the sack breaking. Like, so babies are probably born in a sack, actually. Like, in the uterus yes. is probably an enclosure, because that's why, you know, the water breaks, that's how you're like, and, uh-oh, better get to the hospital. And we've only seen two men have babies, so they, their water can't break because there's no way for that to happen. Yeah. There's nowhere for the water to go. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting that we've seen the two guys have babies and not the two girls yet, given that they all well, were pregnant pro- on the same day, but it's not all the same. We'll, we'll probably get now. that in the finale, but I've, I've already made the assumption that um, – uh, Kendall, I get the feeling that she's going to have the successful hybrid. I just get that feeling. And that would be that would be um, uh, Kaya Gerber. Yeah. Yes. She's going to be the one that was little baby. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, get, I just get the feeling. Um, and why does have something you know, to do with I mean, her eating habits? You know, because she's all like new age. Her new, you know, oh, yeah, and, yeah. and maybe because she has. And because she doesn't use technology, she's not getting all the radio waves. <laughs> so the baby's going to come out like they want it to. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that's going to play in somehow. I mean, I think it could. But um, when Troy had his baby, first baby, um, Angelica Ross, um, I think her character is called Theta, um, the alien who's tending to them. 
but she she indicates to him that it's not going to be his own. She's like, you're a strong host. Yeah, you're going to have this, like, you know. It's, I think it's indicated to Troy that he's going to have more babies. They're not going to have one baby and be killed. I think, you know, I think well, yeah. the way this ends is one arm, like, like Troy, maybe Kendall, maybe something. They become like like Calico that they have to live there for decades and just keep having yes. babies and babies and babies. Um, I did see, did you see the promo for this week when you watched no, the I episode? Didn't. So, um, no, I never you know, when it ends, they say next week on whatever. So it said next yeah. week on American Horror Story, blah, blah, blah. And they show Cody Fern's character on the alien Valiant Thor. Um, and he says, like, we've done our calculation and it looks like, um, because it's in the black and white in the 50s, he says, our calculations indicate that the, the first successful hybrid should be born in 2021. There you go. Yeah. So that's your prediction, that it's going to be Kendall. Well, here's my question, then. If that's, the, if that's their prediction, why bother taking everybody in between the time? Why not just wait till 2021 and then yeah, people? Like, so that's like, you know, 45 years from now, they're saying. We're going to keep extending yeah. for 45 years. Um, yeah. Why not just? It's more than, hey, Karen, it's more than that. You might want to try math well, again. Yeah. I, wait, from from 54 <laughs> to now? Oh, yeah. That's like 65 years. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a writer. Okay. I'm not a mathematician. I make my living by writing. <laughs> That's okay. That's right for a living. Um, you know what it is? It's actually scary because t- um, today was Alyssa's birthday. She's 41 today. I know. Happy birthday, Alyssa. The uh, the other day we were talking about something, and I said something, and I said I said 25 years ago, and then I went, wait, oh crap, it's been more years now. It's <laughs> like. You're getting such a, like, I keep getting it. We're in 2021 for crying out loud. I know, right? Hard to keep track of that. Hard to do all that. Like, when I say 20 years ago, yeah. When I say 20 years ago now, that was was 2000, you know? Like, I got to go back even further. No, you guys have a kid. Is is Junie 20 yet? I mean, you guys have a child who's almost that old. No, Junie's 19. 19? Oh, yeah. Close enough. Yeah, I know. So, you know what keeps you know what keeps getting me is when Damon by the time Damon's that age, I'll be damn near sixty. <laughs> oh, because you yeah, because you had your last you were kind of yeah, late was, in life when you yeah, had him. Yeah, a little a little late on him, but anyway. So all right, well I, I think we've covered everything. I think so. So um. Next week, we'll wrap this show up, American Horror Story, and see what yep. else we got. All right. I feel like I feel like something's coming, and I can't figure out what it is, but I'm sure we'll think of we it. Have a bunch of, we have a bunch of premieres in October, and we have a bunch of shows that came out that we're not covering. Like, we don't talk about La Brea. There's that new Day of the Dead coming on um, Sci-Fi Channel. I don't know if we're going to cover that one. I um, don't even know of that. But yeah, it's, yeah, um, so it's coming on it's coming like next week on Sci Fi Channel. It's called um Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. It's it's um so it's they're totally promoting it as a like a tribute to Romero and in the in okay. the spirit of Romero, but Romero of course is not a part of it. 
Um, right. And it's about and a small no town. Remember, no care. It's, yeah. It's, uh, so I watched the um, first episode because um, I got it online somehow, and it was okay. But in a in a so it's a you know how we like Resident you especially you and Jamie like Resident Alien a little more than I do, but we like Resident Alien. It's it's less comedic mm-hmm. than Resident Alien. It's not so comedy, but it's sort of that gotcha. level. Okay, it's, it's it's more serious than Z Nation, but it's not you know. But it's less, less serious. Less, but show. less serious. But less serious than any of the Walking Dead. Gotcha. Yes. Yes. It's fine. So maybe we'll you know, talk about the first episode or two, cover it, don't cover it, whatever. You know, I'm, I'm actually yeah. waiting for the next wave because we had our vampire wave. You know, we had the Twilight movies and everything was vampires, 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 vampires everywhere. And then The Walking Dead came along. And now it's just nothing but zombies. Zombies, everything zombies, zombies, zombies. Yeah. You know, we've had, since then, we've had Zombieland. We had um, the... Uh, the Netflix show there, Army of, Army of the Dead. Um, yep. You know, and now we've got this zombie show on Z Nation and, and that awful prequel to Z Nation, uh, Dark whatever. Oh, Dark that was Summer. Terrible. Dark Summer. You know, Black and Summer. it's like every, and, yeah, Summer, everything yeah. is friggin' zombies now. I'm just, I'm waiting for the next wave. wave you know, what, what's, <laughs> what are we doing? Let's, let's evolve, people. Let's stop making zombie yeah. shows. Let's just, Let's do something else. Werewolves. Werewolves are next. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. There we go. I, you know what? That's fine. It's it's something a little different and new. I mean, every time I turn around, Artie told me today that there's they're apparently they're reviving Smallville. Like I really? love Smallville, but apparently they're reviving. There's talk of reviving that. Yep. Just like so Smallville. Yeah. So, well, well that, that was a reboot. This is this is to talk about reviving Smallville, which doesn't make sense to me because all these years later, it, it shouldn't be Smallville. Right. <laughs> it should be, it, it should be right. Superman. <laughs> yeah. But, all right. Well, yeah. we, oh, you know what's coming? You know what you're thinking of, AJ? The 4400 is coming. Oh, that's right. We, I mean, we are going yeah, to talk coming. about that, at least in the beginning, yeah. Yes. So yeah. we'll have some stuff to talk about. Next week we'll have a couple more. So all right. Yeah. All right. We'll get we'll publish well, our schedule. Thank you everybody as for always. listening. Thank you. And uh have a good night. we'll do it again next week with the same shows, basically. All right. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, cool. All right. All right. Have a great week, Karen. Bye. You too. Good night. Good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.